Hello, you're about to listen to episode 5 of a podcast called The Movie Mixtape with Marcy and Dirk. The current mix is Japan and the film is 1972's Female Prisoner number 701, Scorpion. And it is Dirk's pick, that's me. So sit back, relax and enjoy the mix. Hello, Marcy. How are you doing? Konnichiwa, Dirk. How are you? I'm good. (laughs) That was... Is is that going to be the standard that you continue all the way through this conversation? No. (laughs) You were trying to... (laughs) You were trying to remember another Japanese word then, weren't you? Domo arigato. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? Are you all right? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Um, Do you know, I've... um, prepared for today's conversation by um mm-hmm. eating a bagel for breakfast then i had a pretzel and then we had pizza so i've carb loaded so i'm ready i'm ready for a marathon i'm glad you're gonna need it i think <laughs> for this movie <laughs> i think we endorse carbohydrates on uh, the movie mixtape 100 percent. yeah we're here for the carbs and the samurai pizza cats <laughs> so yeah here we go um, this is the start of our second uh, mixtape. Introduction month has finished. And Marcy, thank you so much for um, everything you did in introduction month because you are the sole editor, uploader, and uh, genius behind all of that technical stuff. So thank you because without that, honest to goodness, I would have just scribbled something on some paper with, it, with a crayon and just shoved it through an envelope. Uh, so thank you. You are welcome, and one day, I promise, we will sit down together and I will show you um, how everything works. But I don't mind, and I, I it's been a fun thing to look forward to, and I truly do mean that, so. <laughs> I, yeah, I think you're, um, I think you may be waiting a long time for me to learn how to do all of that. So thank you very much. Well, we will cross that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> and so, yeah, the second mixtape uh, starts this week and it is the theme of japan so why did we pick that why why did we pick that marcy so i think one thing we always talk about well you know i guess maybe it's i don't know because of lack of traveling but i don't know we always end up talking about traveling and like places we've been you've been to many more cool places than i have um, but I know we have both mentioned that we really would like to go to Japan one day. And I think that's, I know it's in my top three countries. I think it is your number one country to visit. And we just have decided to dedicate a whole month to the country of Japan. Yeah, I think I'm a, a mildly reluctant traveler in that normally, <laughs> normally I'm going along with other people. My wife is, is a big traveler, but definitely Japan is top of my list. And, Maybe tentatively, I've got it in my head for um, when I'm, I don't know, a big birthday, you know, some way down the track. Yeah. yeah, something like that. So what better way to warm us up for our travels than dedicating a whole mixtape to the cinema of Japan? I am really excited for 
uh, this month because, well, we're both very much in love with, I think, the country of Japan. But I, I only know like a small percentage of Japanese movies. So I'm excited to see some new things, uh, return to some things that I've watched before. But I think it'll be a really fun month. And, and we have some fun surprises too. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm very excited for a big surprise we have coming up, but that's all I'm going to say. Okay. So. I think we have one surprise, but it's a good one. <laughs> it's a huge surprise. And yeah. I am trying so hard to not scream it from the rooftops. And you, you try your best to tell me to sit down and calm down about a lot of things. So many times. <laughs> but it is a good surprise. And I'm I'm excited for it too. And like you, I don't really, you know, I don't know loads about Japanese cinema. Um, so this, and I think we've got um, quite different films uh, for the this mix, I would say, the four different films that we've picked. So that's going to be really fun to, to watch those and to chat about them with you um, and, and figure them out together. Yeah, I am really, like I said, looking forward to it. And I don't know, I just, I'm so excited. We're like rolling on with everything and I'm just really proud of both of us. And I don't know, I'm just really happy. About everything. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Me too. And Yay. I ate and I ate pizza for for me tea. <laughs> so, um, I, well, shall we get into it? I think so. Yeah. Yes. Did you write a synopsis? Did you get to it? Because all day you've been telling me you're going to get to it. So did you? Um. So yeah, this is my pick. This this is my pick for Marcy to watch. This is a film I've seen before, and like the last time I picked a movie, um. I wrote the synopsis about half an hour ago. So bear <laughs> bear that in mind, okay? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the film that we're going to discuss this week is Female Prisoner Number 701, Scorpion, um, from 1972, starring uh, Meiko Kaji, directed by Shunya Ito. So that is the film. Marcy, you've not seen it before, have you? No. No, she's shaking time. her head. Okay. Well... This is the synopsis, okay? But I guess before I do the synopsis, you know, you know that I have some skills, right? Yes. So I, <laughs> I've experienced yeah, them. <laughs> so, like uh, nunchuck skills, bow, <laughs> bow staff skills, but also computer hacking are, skills. Are you a ninja turtle? No. Did you not tell me you live in a sewer? Because <laughs> you eat pizza uh, clearly, so you must be a ninja turtle. But I also have computer hacking skills. And I've used those <laughs> skills to access something called the internet and have searched and found this log entry from the warden of the prison in the movie. Okay. So here we go. I'm just going to read it. I'm just going to read it out. Okay. All right. Okay. Warden's Diary. 1972. It has been a few months since I last wrote. Let me fill you in on what has been going on. Prisoner number 701 is really getting on my wick. First right, I was getting this award for being so good at wardening and everything when she only tried to escape. Everyone stepped all over me certificate and everything just trying to catch her. And it was a nice certificate, a big one, a free size piece of paper. I was so annoyed. So I did all sorts of things, yeah? I just put her in solitary, called her rotten names, I made a dig a load of holes, and guess what? I then made her fill them all back up again. Classic. But she didn't learn, did she? And I ended up getting stabbed in the eye. I can't even watch films in 3D anymore because of it. I don't even know why she's so angry. I heard she tried to kill her boyfriend, but he was a policeman, so I'm sure he was dead nice. 
Oh, hey up. Things have escalated a bit here. All the prison is having a right nightmare and they're doing a flipping riot. I best go and have a look. I hope she doesn't use this as a cover to try and escape again. Lots of love. The warden. That was that was the synopsis of the film. Um I could not look at you while you were saying that, and I'm pretty sure you could not look at me. So I, I may have <laughs> I may have covered up your face while I was doing that. Yeah. I I didn't notice that. <laughs> Thank you. It was for the best. <laughs> so that's basically it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Female. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Oh yeah. I think you got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh Female prisoner uh, number 701, Scorpion, or female convict mm-hmm. number 701, Scorpion. That's the film. Mm-hmm. And uh, shall we start? Shall we start at the beginning? Mm-hmm. So, I think so. So, <laughs> so um, but, uh, before, we, before we go on, we should, we should say that the film does is an exploitation film and does contain some graphic scenes, doesn't it, Marcy? So we should just warn mm-hmm. people about that Um first and i'm sure that we will probably discuss that so this is just uh just to let you know there will probably be discussions about uh violence and sexual assault in this uh episode so if you want if you want to skip it we understand but yeah so so the the film starts with we see uh nami who is our um protagonist and she's on the run and she's running Mm -hmm through some what did you think that was was it like swamps or marshes or i mean that's what i took it to be and they looked like reeds Mm -hmm. they were running through that's what Mm -hmm. i imagine actually sorry let's take a step back the the it starts with the warden getting his award doesn't he and Mm -hmm. and then i mean he did tell us that he did and his message i totally forgot didn't i (laughs) so he's he's getting his award and that's when she decides to stage her uh escape so we're, we're immediately in this world we don't know why she's in prison we don't know really what's going on we just know that sh- she's on the run with one of her mates and all the the prison officers are out to to find her that's how, that's that's <laughs> yes. how it starts what 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 were you thinking as it started marcy just all these men chasing them look like a bunch of idiots <laughs> <laughs> they looked incapable oh, of yeah. anything and i i kind of thought they were they were going to get away um, for a little bit there, just because I don't know these men—they just looked so weird and goofy. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think that's right. I think that. Do you not think all the men in this film look like absolute idiots and act like apps like incapable of 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 any real thought? I don't know. I I will say just about everybody, other than as mentioned in the warden's notes, um, the evil boyfriend, the evil boyfriend. But he is a chameleon of sorts, mm-hmm. so I think that's why what sets him apart from everybody else. But we'll get we'll get to him mm-hmm. in due time. Don't worry, I have lots to say about him. Um, but no, I just I really liked just kind of diving in headfirst for this. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, you have no idea why she's in prison. You have no idea how she escaped. Her and her friend Yuki and. And I just really was rooting from them from the get-go. And I think that's important. You want to have your protagonist that you're rooting for, especially for a story like this. Mm. It got me to do it, so. Yeah, I'd forgotten because when I watched it the first time, when I came to watch it again, I'd forgotten that that's how it started. And I kept having to check that I was watching it from the beginning because you really, you, you were given no information other than that. You know, you see them running running away and there's quite a long bit of them being chased and sort of attacked by dogs and 
shot at and before they're eventually uh, recaptured mm-hmm. and put back into Can prison. Can I say some, something funny yeah. along the lines of how you were like, is this correct? Well, there are three other movies in the series. And the first time I watched this movie, I also was like, did I pick the right one? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is, uh, well, there's I think there's 10 female Scorpion movies. There's 10? Yeah. Oh, maybe I was just, because I was on Shudder, I only saw the four. No, so what I think what you're talking about is um, the four that are collected oh. together. The four that, um, <gasps> so Mako Kaji, who's the main actress, only appears in the first four. So they're, okay. they, they're collected together. And I, do you know, getting derailed a little bit, Marcy, but I watched a physical disc copy of this movie. I, oh, I got, look at you. I know, I got it out of a box and I put it in a machine and I watched it <laughs> and it took me an extra 30 seconds and it felt satisfying. <laughs> and I might do it again in the future. What do you think about that decision? I mean, no, like, I'm all for owning physical copies of things, whether they be movies, books, albums. I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Go do it. Go live your life. It's exhilarating to <laughs> to go back and get away from streaming for a little bit. Yeah, it felt it felt like I'd made a real effort, and I was proud of myself, and I rewarded myself by having a good. You got off the, I got a, off the couch, and I and I rewarded <laughs> myself with a good sit down afterwards. Um, <laughs> So yeah, this is this is the first film in the Female Prisoner um, Scorpion series, of which there are many, but only the first four have uh, Mako okay. Kaji, and the first three okay. with the the same director. So that's why they tend to, and that's why they're sort of clumped together. Um, I don't know. We could go off in a few different places here. Maybe we should talk. Maybe talk about the. Um, maybe talk about um, Mako Kaji first. Is that okay? Okay. Just, yeah, just, let's talk yeah. About so, I mean, I mean, what were your, what, what were your impressions of her? Because this is the first time you, you've seen this movie. But I think you've, have you seen, like, you've seen her in a film before? I think. No. This is my first movie. Okay. I know. Lady Snowblood is really high on my watch list. I would like to. I almost picked that, but I, I don't know if you've seen them or not. Um, for our new movie, but <laughs> we have something else in mind, and then, and then this all kind of worked mm-hmm. out, anyways. Um, I'm aware of her, but. I know this is my first movie with her, and she is very stunning in many ways. I mean, she's obviously, like, gorgeous um, to look at, but she's pretty, like, you know, kicks butt and pretty ruthless, and there were times that she was scaring me yeah. <laughs> in this movie, um, but that's not a bad thing. No. I just, you know, I understand, like, why her character was scary and, and things like that, but she, like, she really, like, catches your like attention like right away yeah i think she makes most of this movie for me i think mm-hmm. um her her performance is the thing that you kind of come back to again and again and it is it is super intense but it's also um i don't know it's quite you is it i want to say it's quite unique because she barely says uh, she barely says any words in this movie and, and and i think in the second film it's even even less and um she's just this silent force of rage that just builds and builds and builds but you but you believe that you believe her i think and and she's just yeah so charismatic yeah i will agree with that it's more of a physical performance and i think those are harder to do because you have to you know convey so much and tell so much of your story by not saying words but by the way your face looks or the movements you're making and she I don't know. She was perfect at all of it. I thought. Yeah, 
I really enjoyed her. I really like her. Yeah, know? she. I think she was kind of making getting a bit typecast in this role, or should I say, this these films typecast in in this role. She'd done some similar films before, it, which have got really, really cool names. So the Stray Cat Rock series, and they're like they've got like <laughs> subtitles. So these are the like Stray Cat Rock Delinquent Girl Boss, Stray Cat Rock Wild Jumbo. Stray Cat Rock, Sex Hunter. I mean, they've just got incredible. They've just got incredible <laughs> names. Um, but she, oh, but wow. yeah, but she when she first started acting, I think she was quite. Um, they they kind of had her play these very sort of traditional um, roles of disciplined women who um, I don't know. I can't phrase it correctly, but they were prim and proper, I guess you know. And then mm-hmm. then somebody saw potential in her to play these outlaw style characters, and she got. Um, quite a few roles like that. Like you said, she went on to play uh, Lady Snowblood um, in the two films. I think after this, mm-hmm. so she's qu- yeah. yeah, she's quite synonymous with with I guess this type of cinema and these type of characters. But I think for a reason, she thinks she's phenomenal and she's just yeah. so so good in this movie and just really her and her and the director I think really create something special out of what what is in a way a bit of a. A bit of a dodgy stomping ground in, in, in on many mm-hmm. on many other occasions, but her 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 ability um, helps uh, elevate the film. I think. No, yeah, I I honestly, I mean, I'm sure there could have been other women to play this role in this character, um, but I'm not sure how much I would have liked the movie uh, without her. So I think, yeah, this it all relies like and falls on her. Um, I really do. No, I really liked her a lot. I'm excited to check out more of her movies. Maybe, maybe even the rest of these that she's in. Yeah, I don't. I've not seen the Snowblood um, films, but I really want to see those. Yeah, they're not. They're not, I, oh, they're not that easy to. Let's keep this in mind. Yeah, don't. Oh no, they're here. They're on HBO Max. Well, you don't. In the fine, you don't. Uh, we don't have HBO Max. Uh, or don't have that. But I think you can probably <laughs> rent them. But when I tried to find copies to buy, they weren't that easy. To get hold of over mm, here, but yeah, that makes I'll sense. keep an eye out for them. Um, All right. So yeah. So and and basically, she deals with a lot of um, s all the way through this movie. Um. Yes, she does. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So I guess if we go go back to the movie now, so she's back in the prison, um, mm. and she's in solitary confinement. And that's how we, we see her for the next probably 10, 15 minutes, I think, maybe. Um, yes. Yeah. What What were your thoughts? What were you? I'm going to backtrack a little bit. Okay. So before she goes back, she kind of has a flashback of the prison. Mm. And it's just all of these naked women <laughs> like, and these perverted um, prison guards mm. watching these women like get paraded around them. And I just wanted to say, like, there is a lot of nudity in this movie. And (laughs) (laughs) and I just want to say, jumping a little bit ahead, you know, like, I'm fine with it. But, you know, there was a point where some of these guards were kind of like the tables were turned a little bit. And I'm just going to say, if we're going to play fair, you know, we did not see anything of the men Uh here. I'm just saying, like, you know, but also, like, one other point, like, yes, boobs are cool. I get that. Thank you. But after a certain point, like, 
<laughs> and Jess was like, all right, we get, we get it. it. Thank you so much. You like boobs. Oh, no, I absolutely, I totally agree. I think if you're going to show boobs, you and there's got to be some reciprocation in the male body mm-hmm. parts. I think if you're doing that, you, yes. you, if you're showing the ladies, you got to show the guys. And we, you know, mm-hmm. they weren't shown, were they? So, yeah, this is, Not at all. It is heavy on the boobs and it's heavy <laughs> In, for, for, in in so many unnecessary ways, you know, you just think, wow, did mm-hmm. we really need yeah. that? Did we really need that? Did we really need that? Mm-hmm. And and I think maybe every single time you could probably say no. But um, th- so this is, this is, I guess, exploitation film. Mm-hmm. What was going on mm-hmm. in Japan at the time was mm-hmm. about the TVs were, t- TVs were, getting more popular in homes uh theaters mm-hmm. and movie studios were worried that people weren't gonna come and watch their films and so just started trying to make them more um more these more kind of riskier um i don't know pink fi- like pink, erotic yeah thrillers. i yeah. think they call them like pink yeah. films um mm-hmm. where it's a mixture of nudity and violence just to try and encourage people to go to the cinema so that's the climate mm-hmm. that that they're in and i think yeah uh, i think go on what sex sex sells that's well like, like appeal <laughs> yeah i guess um and there's there's the story of when um they had mako come in to to sort of interview or audition they asked her would you be able to do this would you be able to do it all in the nude and she just uh, started shouting screaming no way what are you talking about i'm not doing this and, and walked off um so um clearly there was something worse in mind at, at one point about how this movie was going to be um so i don't know i think i'm not going to say we're lucky to get away with the way it is because it is it's a lot of unnecessariness <laughs> that that really probably if well definitely detracts from um the actual positives in this movie but it could have been i guess it potentially could have been a lot worse um yeah, I think Mako Kaji actually moved from one studio to Toei, the studio that, that made this film, because the last studio was all, all only interested in making those type of movies at that time. It's pretty, well, it's not, it's not, it's not pretty bad. That's quite, that, that's belittling yeah. it. And it's just rubbish. Well, good for her. Like, that makes me, like, love her even more for, like, standing her ground. Yeah. Like, I know there are some things she does in this movie. I will say, like, how we were kind of talking, like, there's just way too much of it. I don't mind, like, if there's, like, a valid reason to have it. And I don't mind if it's just, like, casually happening. But, like, when it's, like, throughout, it's kind of like, all right, okay. Like I said, we get it, we get it. But there are a couple moments with her um, where it does happen. and But it, it kind of felt necessary, if that makes sense, to further the story and her, like, character and her character arc and everything going on with her and i don't mind that mm-hmm. right yeah when they're getting paraded around like that in the beginning <laughs> yeah i think the only the only thing that kind of gives me some form of comfort comes back to what you were saying at the beginning that all the men in this film are, are portrayed as either perverts idiots or just terrible humans and there's no mm-hmm. there's no positive male character in this in this movie uh, and they're all gurning at all the girls in in the prison all the time when they'd have their showers or like you said when they're for, for some reason paraded around naked walking up a mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. some steps. Yeah. I didn't know whether in, in the prison world that was to check for foreign objects or something. I don't know. But I don't think it was. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Did you see the one space? I don't oh, yeah. think that was no, the case. No, I don't think it was. But whether that was the reason behind it, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> sure yeah you know sure, it was it was yeah <laughs> it is what it is sadly sadly mm-hmm. oh yeah no, um yeah. but that was just to put but it i'm glad we talked about it yes, yeah and just yeah. to put it into a context of what was going on at the time um which doesn't justify i guess but just helps you understand how it was made i don't know well when she's in solitary confinement at the beginning, I think we could maybe talk about the bit that I really loved in this film because we we have her. There's a, there's a flashback, and we find out, or, or a memory, I think, a memory. She's mm-hmm. she's having a memory of how she ended up in prison. Um, and mm-hmm. what did you think of, of of that scene or the scenes? Well. So the first time I watched this, um, oh gosh, her evil boyfriend, and I'm so sorry, I'm drawing a blank on his name. Um, uh, <laughs> but Todd. He's evil. Screw that guy. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get a name because he's he's a he's like a total loser. Mm-hmm. So I really, as on a previous episode, I have mentioned, I love watching attractive people make out, oh, and I, I was that. all for. <laughs> Oh, I was all for it at first. And the way he was, it's, it's like kind of beautiful the way he was like unwrapping mm. her. She's in this like white blanket. And I was like, oh, oh, I really like them together. And at first I assumed, cause you know, he's talking to her about helping out with, um, is it Yakuza? Yakuza. Yakuza. Yakuza? Yeah. Is, yeah. So helping him out, you know, find some Yakuza and, you know, get them in jail or whatnot. And so my initial thought was, all right, he's going to get murdered and then she's going to go uh, fight these accuser yeah. and, and that's what's going to lead to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, we go from, you know, them making love and it's, and then also like the way, um, so I, I imagine she's losing her virginity in the scene because, yeah, you know, there is, is like blood and it looks like, uh, you know, the Japanese flag. And yeah. I thought that was really, really clever. Um, and then it transitions. I love the way, like, some of these scenes, how they move around. It, you know, I believe, like, when they're done making love and she's not on the camera, um, I, I bet, I bet it's just another woman entirely because it moves into, like, this lounge nightclub scene and then out comes, um, you know, Nami and it is that actress. So I think whenever, um, they're done making love, it's a completely different actress because there's no way she could go from, like, one spot to, like, walking downstairs, like, in the same shot and everything. So she's in this nightclub and then, you know, this, terrible thing happens to her and it's so similar to the way he is unwrapping her in the previous scene she's being unwrapped in a different way um like in this terrible terrible scene i don't even know like how to like i don't know like so she is sexually assaulted um and that is really hard to watch just because you already like her so much i mean but it's just hard in general to watch and you're just like for me the first time I watched it, I was like really hoping he was gonna come in and save her, um, the evil boyfriend, and and then you find out no, it was just all a ploy, and mm. he used her as bait essentially. And um, I don't know how does all of that make you feel? I mean, it is really cool to get the backstory and understand like okay, so I think you know yeah, that's why she's I mean, it's, and everything. It's probably it, 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 there's a lot of laziness in the in the writing. In that, oh, it's you know, what what can we do? What what can what bad thing can this lady endure? In you know, but mm-hmm. um, the the way that that is told, 
um, I think is really um, inventive um, with the way, like you said, it's exactly that. So there's like body doubles all the way through and the way that the, the camera just rolls onto the next scene and they just move, shift slightly. And it's almost like a play in that the, the scenery just, mm-hmm. just, just, yeah. just, just gently m- m- uh, moves into something else. And we see, so we see, we go from Nami, our, our main character, and the evil boyfriend lying on the ground after having made love into Nami arriving in the accuser club to then be moved in and into the, the back room because they've discovered her. So he, he, the, the bad boyfriend is a narcotics cop. That's the, the story. And mm-hmm. he's, 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 she was supposed to be helping him, I don't know, fish out a lead or something. But sadly they figure it out. She gets uh, assaulted in a bad way. He comes in, just laughs. And it was all a it was all a ploy to either extract money from the mob or to frame certain people. I wasn't quite clear exactly what his end goal was there. Yeah, but he was a bad man. Um, yeah, and they do oh, yeah. and they do that thing. <laughs> there's a bit where he's there in the club and he's sort of laughing, and then there's a revolving door and it revolves around to him talking to the big bad boss. So again, that must be a they must have used body doubles in in, in that scene. And all the while, Nami mm-hmm. is sort of lying on the floor. So that's why it kind of gave me the idea. It's like a memory because, you know, she's not present in those scenes in real life, but she's imagining what mm-hmm. must have gone on. Um, yeah. But then we get that really, really clever bit where she kind of becomes who she becomes, you know, with uh, when she's lying, yeah. when she's lying on the ground, all of that has happened to her and she's on this glass floor and mm-hmm. what happens is suddenly her hair moves in like this stop motion way to almost become like this like electrocuted flame above her head the back <laughs> the floor turns bright red and then then this mm-hmm. green light comes in and, and and focuses in on her face which which i think is supposed to be like this this is where the rage begins this is where her character sort yeah. of um originates from yeah i kind of actually like just taking another step back, how I mentioned like him unwrapping her um, before they make love and everything. It kind of felt like her transformation was complete. She was now this like vengeful like butterfly mm, after that. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that makes sense. And also, like as I was mentioning before, like I wasn't expecting her boyfriend to betray her in that way. So the rage and the pain and the shock she was feeling on my first watch, mm-hmm. I felt the same way. I was just like. All right, well, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm ready. Like, let's go. <laughs> we were all there with Nami in that moment when she rocks up. She rocks up outside the police station wearing some kind of cloak that she just lavishes yeah. off and tries to stab him. And and you can tell she is so pissed because she did <laughs> not even change her clothes. Yeah, <laughs> she's in the same outfit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I do want to just say one other thing too. The set, so I did watch this twice. When I watched it the second time, um, when you're first introduced to the evil boyfriend, you do kind of see he has this very sinister smile when you first meet him. And I didn't catch that the um, first time. And the second time, I was like, oh, yeah, this guy. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. That. <laughs> that idiot. Um, but he, yeah. So, but he, yeah. So she fails in his in her attempt to murder him, but gets arrested mm-hmm. by about 25 different police officers and that's how she, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's how she ends up in prison. But that, that's, I mean, yeah. that's, that's such a good 
sort of that's a hu- that's a huge part of, of of the movie that how great that that entire sequence is and i think mm-hmm. um yeah. you know the director shunya ito he i think that's we talked i talked about Mako kaji but he brings all he brings all that to this film which again sort of takes it from this probably a really bad um exploitation movie from ripped from a manga to something more than that um and i was it was Apparently he was like really inspired by like European directors like um oh god oh. I, I'm going to totally forget their names now um <laughs> Bergman and Fellini Ing- Ingmar Bergman yeah and Fellini uh, uh, Fellini okay. idea so and and that's where he was getting all of this sort of ab- he said abstract sort of stuff from because apparently that's cinema really cool. yeah because apparently cinema in Japan was very real all about realism at the time and he wanted to mm-hmm. he wanted to do it differently it's something like fiction beyond fiction he wanted to 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 show on screen and i think you can see that this is his his first mm-hmm. first film and you can see him doing all of these quite bold um making these bold decisions um, and just turn into this really interesting film yeah no i i you know i did have some issues with some of it but you can tell there's thought put into most things in this movie and i think he handled like a lot of the subject matter very well and it is more artsy than i thought it was going to be you know i just thought it was going to be like a revenge like thriller yeah but no like there's all kinds of like really well done um like surprisingly beautiful moments um even like depending on like what's going on whether it's dark or not there's just like these like lovely scenes um if you don't mind me jumping a little bit ahead you know there's this shower scene um where one of the inmates has hid like a a pick for a lock in another inmate's um outfit while she's showering to get her busted um and you know punished and everything and then uh nami moves the the pick back into um the original i can't think of her name but (laughs) into her outfit and when she figures that out that nami did that to her she has a transformation and she looks crazy and she chases um nami around with a piece of glass and i mean i i just really i love that whole scene i thought it was it's crazy really it's crazy yeah yeah and she mm-hmm. like nami got the green light on her i think when she became who she becomes i think there was a this character got this blue light the whole lighting of the scene changed a very sort of in, intense blue light and she almost looked like um do you know what i mean like a kabugi style with the way her face yeah the way her face was was the blue done, spirit. yeah. The way her face was done, <laughs> and then the direction was even a bit like I know nothing about cameras and stuff. But you, you know that that mm-hmm. that that shot in Jaws where he's on the beach at, and and he kind of zooms in on him and everything sort of goes. Yeah, like, it was almost a little bit like that with the way the background was being mm-hmm. managed as well. Yes, that's a really great scene. And I think that's again the director really trying to I don't know just trying to make it interesting do something that he, he, you know that wasn't what other people were doing um, at the time because mm-hmm. I think he was quite frustrated in that this was his first direct uh, movie as a director and he'd been an assistant director on a, on a few others because I think they all work for they all kind of worked for companies like so he was working for mm-hmm. Toei and was was ready to direct and probably just wanted to ruffle some feathers or say this is what you've been missing kind of thing. Um, or, like, maybe even to, like, make himself stand out because, I mean, like you said, if everything is, like, very similar at that time, mm. you know, what better way to be like, here I am, first movie, you will remember me. And there are a lot of shots in this um, movie that 
I think will stick with me for a very long time. And that, that is one of them, mm. that whole shower scene. And then even at the very end, um, you know, Anami just being a total BA, <laughs> been out of the way. Yeah. Um, and then the, what the main guard, the warden, is it the warden? Yeah. The warden gets I call yeah. him the warden. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's fine. We'll stick yeah. with the warden. So yeah. But, um, cool. ends up getting stabbed in the eye. And then, the realization of what mm. she's done, the, the crazy woman with um, the glass, who's the bad prisoner or whatever, um, her transformation's done and she goes back to normal yeah. and she's kind of just shell shock with what she's just done and and it's it's this incredible and think, like scene. It's yeah, and it's I think he, I think the warden straight up just murders her, doesn't he? Yes. He oh just, my god. He, he just, also that just, just strangled her. Um, so this is the type of establishment he is running. It, yes, he gets stabbed in the eye and just straight up strangles her. Uh, yeah, so and that's what leads on to them all starting digging these holes. I think we get about twenty minutes of people digging holes, which <laughs> <laughs> maybe is not the most uh, interesting thing to watch. I was like, oh, back to this, are we digging more holes? Um, <laughs> more holes. Digging more holes. Um, but that that <laughs> that forms the next bulk of what goes on. Everybody's digging holes. Then just Nami's digging some holes. Um mm-hmm. and 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 at various points you see the the other prisoners turn against Nami because they're all being punished and so quite a few of them try and mm-hmm. get at her and um you know can I yeah go can I talk about that a little bit yeah so one thing I didn't like about this movie I so overall I did really like the movie but one thing I didn't like about this movie was there was a lot of like woman versus woman mm. when really like all of the problems stem from men yeah. and women were kind of taking it out on each other instead and I just kind of feel like I'm so tired of that like I mean but that's just how society is overall like I think even one time <laughs> you and I were talking about <laughs> Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt and Jennifer <laughs> Aniston and, <laughs> and it's like Nobody's talking about Brad Pitt who cheated on his wife. Mm. No, everybody's pitting Angelina Jolie against Jennifer Aniston. And so one thing I just didn't like about this was, you know, there was a separate group of women prisoners and they were just making life miserable for the other women prisoners, um, you know. And, and really, like, Nami's story has to do with these men and her bad boyfriend and so I just didn't like seeing her because there were she murders this one woman who had done nothing to her. I felt like the whole movie, when they're digging the holes and she kind of picks up some oh, dirt yeah. with this like and it was like why like why I mean I think, maybe to cause chaos and try to get away and no, I, I don't know but I think she was one of the um, kind of... original Orange girls. You know there were some girls at the beginning in Orange yeah. who were the the guards. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you'd say. Like special the special prisoners. Yeah, the special prisoners. Favorites. Yeah. You would say favorites. Yeah. yeah. And and they got some privileges, but then they were quite cruel towards the other prisoners and especially Nami. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying it was justified that she, mm-hmm. she, and, and, you know, we don't know she meant to kill her. She just pulled, she just made, <laughs> she just made her fall down. Uh, but it was, I thought it was funny when she, <laughs> so she, they, Nami is digging all these holes and everybody's around watching her. And so Nami just, um, Moves the mud from underneath this one girl, so she falls down into the pit. But she falls down and bangs her head proper hard on some rocks and starts foaming at the mouth. And then these four guards just come down, and I don't think they've had any first aid training 
or anything like that. They didn't. Mm-hmm. They didn't stabilize her neck. They just picked her up by her arms and legs and carried her off. But well, she's done now, mm-hmm. isn't she? If, if if she'd had an head injury, you've not you've not managed that correctly. And at first, I wasn't sure if she was dead. I just no. thought maybe she was foaming at the mouth. But then you see this bright red color. Um, the blood in this movie is very vibrant, oh, yeah. by the way. It's <laughs> just woo in your face. Um, but no, you don't ever see that specific favorite prisoner do anything to Nami. There's the soup lady, sure. Soup lady deserves what she gets. I get it. Okay. <laughs> like, that's fine. And then you also get, uh, is Katagiri? it Katagiri? 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 Yeah, I've written it down. Um, and I, I, Kata- and I don't mind, Katagiri. like, the whole thing. I don't mind the whole thing with Katagiri because that's kind of a cool element. There's a secret assassin in the prison and she gets assigned to, um, you know, kill Nami, um, with the old boyfriend. And I do love that scene where they're digging holes. And she sees the old boyfriend, um, you know, and she mm. just, like, gives a look, mm-hmm. like, what are you doing here? Mm-hmm. And, oh, my gosh. And she's so angry. She's and, not happy. And everything. There are, I, I know there is a lot of digging the holes, and I'm sorry I'm, like, bouncing around so much, but there are some very good looking at each other moments, um, specifically even also when they have to put dirt back in the hole and Yuki is reluctant, her best friend Yuki, mm. um, and, and she just kind of nods at her, like, it's okay. Like, yeah. I'm going to be okay. You can do this. And I really like that moment a lot. Yeah, because so. I think that was maybe the only time she she smiled is when Yuki started to put the mud back in the hole. And you could kind of, there was a realization, I think, that uh, on Nami's part that Yuki was going to be okay because she was joining in mm-hmm. and so she wouldn't get picked on. I did like that as yeah. well. And I will say, going back to what I was saying about woman versus woman i mean in a way i guess you did kind of need it for this movie because yuki and yuki i imagine is the only prisoner that was showing any kind of kindness to nami and that's where they're probably their relationship started and their friendship and everything and everyone else is so mean to her and awful to her in this prison and it's like oh you can understand why her and yuki are so Mm. close and so i guess like as much as i didn't enjoy it i can understand like why Mm. it's to help us understand something else you know yeah there was that one other prisoner wasn't there but i don't think we ever found out her name that's why i don't know (laughs) he was just he kind of (laughs) stuck up for her and and she was the one Mm. who pointed out the bad boyfriend had talked to Katagiri. so but yeah she did not Mm -hmm. have a lot of friends in that at times yeah. bewilderingly so you know wh- mm-hmm. why are you all angry at this girl just trying to escape from this prison you know yeah i just just get over it yeah. get over it and just get on with your <laughs> get on with your prison lives and let her try and get out <laughs> um but there's a lot of people that did not like it um yes mm-hmm. so uh f- the digging of the hole so we go a bit of back and forth with nami and solitary going back to digging holes um, and then Nami just digging holes by herself in the hope that she would collapse and I don't know, probably die. I suspect is was, yeah. was ultimately yes. the plan, but she keeps going. So the guards get more and more angry, more and more angry. And it leads to, um, I think one of the guards about to give Nami a good whack. And then Yuki comes down and what do you think of this bit? When all the Yuki comes down and, um, scalps him with a with a spade and all of the 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 sound disappears as she runs down so she runs down so yuki's at the top of the the pit and she sees nami about to be assaulted and all the sound suddenly stops and you see yuki run down and so you know what's going to happen there i think that was that was really good he was kind of like a little bit you had your heart in your mouth because you could see what was coming and then we got that 
that huge vibrant red blood <laughs> that just splurted everywhere um yeah. and then the noise comes back in and chaos sort of erupts mm-hmm. yeah i i did really like that scene a lot though whenever that guard <laughs> gets hit also anytime anybody gets slapped hit with anything they're it's they're nowhere near close yeah, by the I way know, yeah. it is so funny to me <laughs> it's worse than the and worst the sound effect yeah. Oh my gosh. And then the sound effect is so over the top. I, I'm sorry. I laughed every time somebody got slapped in this movie because the, the hand was nowhere near the face, by the way. It, and it was just like, are you hitting air? Like, what? I mean, like, I mean, that's fine. I understand. You don't want to be hitting people. <laughs> no, I'm but with it you. Just, oh, it just was so funny. There was a country um, but- mile between the, 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 the shuffle <laughs> and, and his head. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I quite, <laughs> I, I, quite I, I do like it. it. Yeah. I do like it. And I, the way, I mean, that guy was like, I've got two seconds on scene. Like, I'm going to give it my all. And that guy <laughs> gives it his all. And bravo, bravo, man. Like, you, oh, he died. you knew this was your time and you just yelled your whole way down. And I'm really proud of you. <laughs> you made the most of it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then one of my favorite lines in the movie happens because all, it's all going a bit crackers now. One of the prisoners mm-hmm. is killed, <laughs> one of the guards, and then guards start <laughs> yes. shooting. And one of the girls, casually, you're like, not Nami, not Yuki, just turns around to the other one and says, oh, let's riot then. Let's riot. Yeah. And then- <laughs> <laughs> Until they all just start, all right, we're oh having a riot. Gosh. We're having a riot. I, well, I just love, like, I think they all had this realization, like, we're holding shovels. Holy crap. Like, <laughs> we can do something about, we outnumber them and we have shovels. And it was like, I was literally going, finally, like, <laughs> go beat up these horrible men. Horrible men, yeah. And, oh, and I love, I love the prison riot, the beginnings of it. Um, you know, um, it's, it's a really cool scene, just seeing all these women taking back their power and just beating the crap out of these guys that totally deserve it. It mm-hmm. was, it was a nice feeling. I'm yeah. not going to lie. <laughs> no, everybody, all, all the prison guards deserved it. 100%. And they mm-hmm. yes absolutely yes. but um nami and yuki aren't involved in the riot they because mm-hmm. yuki kind of gets shot in the belly does she and i think ultimately she, she first gets shot in the arm and that's what kind of starts the riot yeah. and then she gets shot again um well she steps in oh, well yeah. uh Kata, katagiri is about to <sighs> kill katagiri. nami and then yuki steps in front of it and takes the bullet for her um and then there's this beautiful scene where uh yuki is dying but she wants to warn her friend that, you know, there is a prisoner out to get her. And she writes Katagiri's name in blood yeah. um, on Nami's Nami's arm. Yeah. And I just wanted to say that really inspired me. And if I ever have to take a bullet for you, I will write in blood on your arm. Who's out to kill you? <laughs> well, uh, thank you. And I, I hope that they have a really short name so that you can fit it all in so that I'm not confused. So I know exactly who to kill to avenge your murder well, well i was uh planning on writing it in japanese oh so no both just gonna be lost yeah. <laughs> then i am uh, i am out of luck you're just gonna drop me <laughs> off to the side <laughs> what was so the, we get oh i'm sorry sorry marcy get, but oh i'm sorry no no, no, no that no, bit just no, that go ahead that bit i look again i do love that bit because th- that's the bit where the sky is as angry as nami because it's it's the sky mm-hmm. is blood red, and I think it's supposed to be a little bit of a. It's not it's not a real. I don't think it's real set in like real um, Japan. I think it's a slightly dystopian 
Japan. I think it's, mm-hmm. it's it's not obvious. It's not super. It's not super laid out. But I think, and it's that that was the only kind of real point that I I, I got that kind of vibe from it. It looked like okay. um I don't know. It looked like a, an internment camp for mutants in yeah. the days of future past or, yeah. or, or something like that. Oh, yeah, that yeah. that was the kind of thing that it reminded me of. I did not think of that at all. But you know, now that you say that, like I can picture that perfectly. Mm. Yeah. And then, mm. sorry, Marcy, then what were you going to say? Oh, no, I was just going to continue on with the prison riot, but I loved what you just said about, you know, the sky being just as angry as Nami and just, you know, the reference to X-Men and everything. I think that's really cool. Um, no, because I didn't think about that at all. So thank you for sharing oh, that. Oh, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I think, was, was that like a little bit of mocking my accent there? <laughs> We're not there yet. I ha- I'm so surprised I haven't done that yet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but we, so we're back in the prison. I'm so happy for these women finally, mm-hmm. you know? But then Category just has to screw everything up and be like, oh, but where's Nami? Uh, like, yeah. we're all in here, but where is she? Because <laughs> she has a mission. Yeah. And she's trying to complete it. Like, get, I get it. She wants parole. Great. Good for you, honey. Like, whatever. But come on. Like, I'm so happy for all these women, you know. And also, so finally they have some guards in there with them. And you think we're about to get some, like, man butt? I don't know, something? You don't even get mm-hmm. to see any man cheeks. Okay, by the way. Um, And they're, like, torturing. How is a naked woman on top of a man <laughs> torture? Okay? I, don't, I don't quite know what was going on with that. That felt very, a man has written this scene. <laughs> And even he doesn't think it's torture. <laughs> we get all these guards in their in their oh tighty whitey underpants, um, and uh, and just naked prisoners rolling around on them, and they look like they're having the worst time of their lives. Well, I, I, just, I just don't know. It was bizarre that bit, wasn't it? <laughs> it was bizarre. It was really weird. <laughs> well, I I was like, are they going to castrate them? Like, I was yes. like, okay, like I could, like you know, maybe. And then nope, nothing, nothing. I mean, they they say it. But they don't do it, so I mean nothing. Like just mm. come on. All right, and then he, then they put them in cages <laughs> and just for a bit, yes. don't they? And and demand some food. I think that was the big plan. Mm-hmm. Get some food. I think they just rioted and yeah. didn't really have an end game. Um, but but but, <laughs> no. but Katagiri says, yeah, well, Nami's not here, is she? Let's get her in. So mm. then they request Nami to be sent over, and it, and they, they so they have that. We have a, again a really beautiful scene with Nami being sent over, where where she's walking in the rain from one side of the prison into where everybody is, um, all the rioters, uh, and it is, be- and that is quite beautiful as well. But she goes into it and is immediately set upon and strung up. I think is that right? Yeah. It, so she, yeah, so she walks over and she walks into where all the rioters are, and she is immediately set upon. And and strung up, I think they they tie her hands and they they dangle yes. her from the ceiling and start um, well smacking her around with various things. You just think yeah. a little bit of me here was a bit like, oh come on, give her a break. Uh, you oh, know, I know. I, like I, we were... yeah, I get that the genre of the film, but I mean, come on, because we're, yeah, we're... like go on. I just wish. So I know this might. I don't know. Like I was just kind of hoping this would be more of a revenge movie. Mm-hmm. Like I I know it's called Female Prisoner. All right, mm-hmm. and everything. But, like, again, like, as I was saying, women versus women, it just got kind of tiring after a while. And I I just wanted to see more of her getting revenge on these men that got her there in the first place and everything that they had done to her because I was so angry about that, you know. And and so, yeah, they, they torture Nami. And 
Uh, I mean, I guess that's how we end up getting like Katagiri like caught, and and then then sh- then they hang her up, mm-hmm. and it's just like holy moly, these women are just so angry, but they're angry at the wrong people. Like they need to be angry at the men that are doing all this stuff to them, not not each other. Like, come on, ladies, we were doing so good with our shovels like a minute ago. <laughs> like, like, come on. Yeah. So we, yeah, that 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 bit, I, I was a bit. I was just gagging for her to escape by this point. Let's come on, escape! Oh, no. Just come on, escape now. Um, we do, and she, we do have about five minutes or so of um, torture, light mm-hmm. light torture, and then the tables are turned a bit when the guards do a, like a Trojan horse thing in a, in what appears to be big tubs of soup, and then bust out and go, "It was us," um, and that <laughs> creates some chaos that leads to Nami being able to get away. Because Katagiri mm-hmm. was going to set everybody on fire as well. She's just, I yeah. don't know, she's bad news, that kid. Um, <laughs> and because of that, I think Nami is able to escape, but Katagiri is strung mm-hmm. up by all the other prisoners be- because she was going to, mm-hmm. she was going to burn everyone. And that's eventually yes. how she meets her demise. Mm-hmm. And, yes. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I don't, I feel like at this point, we can just, I feel like we can just skip to, and Nami sees her escape, and then she bolts, and she escapes. Do you want to talk about that bit anymore, yeah. or? Uh, no, I think I just want to, like, bring up that whenever we do see Nami out in the wild, um, free, she has this, like, incredible outfit on. Oh, yeah, I, I want to talk about that. I was obsessed with it. Uh-huh. I was obsessed with that outfit. We can- Okay, let's talk let's about this outfit. Flipping it, let's talk about it. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Once you have seen it, you can't unsee it. It is this... She looked, inc- she looked like a... Oh, go ahead. No, I'll, I just, I'll see what I want to say. Well, I just think it's one of the, the best outfits I've ever seen in my life of, like, a character in <laughs> anything. She's She looks like she's going to the funeral of some fashion designer. Uh, does, uh, she's got this kind of long black coat on, this jaunty-angled, massive black hat. And we don't really see... <laughs> I don't think you see much underneath that until right till the end. But mm-hmm. um, she looks deadly uh amazing um yes. mysterious i don't know what what, we, yes. what do you think to, to me she she looks like a sexy witch mm. like a very sexy witch oh, yeah. you know and i was all for it cast some I just spells think she cast incredible. some spells baby <laughs> i will say i was a fan of like the tie-dye prison dresses i don't oh, yeah. know i've never seen mm-hmm. a tie-dye prison dress before and mm-hmm. she looked incredible mm-hmm. in that too but then you see her in this and you're like that's nice. Yeah, she looks great. Like, let's go. Yeah, and it kind of get the job done. <laughs> it, it's so good. It's a bit. It's on a par with, say, like when you when you think of Kill Bill, the outfit you imagine the bride in. And and I know mm-hmm. obviously there's stuff lifted from these type of movies. A lot of stuff lifted from these type of movies. So you can see where those inspirations were from when you see Nami dressed dressed so ba in this in this final scene. It, <laughs> yeah. th- if anything, I was disappointed that actually this final bit of the movie is probably about five minutes it's so rushed Mm -hmm. that made me so mad um so like i don't mind that we spend time in the prison or whatever i wish we could have cut the prison time in half and we would have focused more on her getting her revenge because i'm gonna be honest like it was great seeing her get all these guys but it felt so rushed Mm -hmm. as i said it didn't feel earned it just felt like oh yeah let's just get through this part really Mm -hmm. quick and it's like no i want to see 
I want to see these guys suffer. Like, after what they did yeah. to her, I'm so angry. And I want to see her get her vengeance. Like, come on, please. Because when she starts knocking them off, I weren't even sure who she was killing at the beginning. You know, I was like, who is this yeah. guy? Who is this guy? Because we don't, we don't really see them for more than about a few seconds before she, she slices their neck or stabs them or, or something mm-hmm. like that. So I, I, I just presume they're the guys from the club. I think they're the guys mm-hmm. from the club that, yeah. that, that attacked her that she's picking off one by mm-hmm. one and they do do that they do go back to that um origin story where with the with the lights because when she had that green light on her face and when she became who she became every time they see her a green light is shone on on their face mm-hmm. you know and i thought that was that was good just going back to that and just a nice again just a, a thing that that, yeah. that brings the movie up um yeah. these these <laughs> these little lighting choices but um hey, i would have liked yes. more of that because she, pol- mm-hmm. she, pol- yeah, she polishes them off quite easily. I mean, I did really like the Yakuza boss scene. What an idiot he is. him outside of the... Oh my gosh. Oh, I uber blur like on the phone. Like, I don't know. I uh. And then it's like, how do you not see that elevator? <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's on the, he's on the phone. He's on the phone to his bad... The bad oh police gosh. officer guy. <laughs> anyway, I'm perfectly yeah. safe in my uh, flat. <laughs> and then what happens next? Oh, she just gets off the elevator looking like um, the, the sexy witch, like you just called her or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, mate, you could, it's like Kano in Mortal Kombat. You could have chosen your words a lot better than that at this instance. <laughs> I did really like um, him hanging out of the window too. And then the bad boyfriend, like, pulling up to like investigate it mm. and then him realizing oh oh it's not me <laughs> oh it's she's coming for me next mm-hmm. you know like and him panicking um and everything i just kind of wish like how you mentioned kill bill i kind of just wish like you get so much time with her getting her vengeance on those people in kill bill and i, I kind of just wish we would have gotten that um, because those men deserved everything coming to them mm-hmm. i wish it just was more satisfactory and i wish like as it was going on, um, the bad boyfriend was more aware of it, and we got like shots of him panicking, mm. him in the Yakuza maybe trying to figure it out, or what what they were gonna do or whatever. So I just, like I said, I just wish that wasn't so rushed. I mean, I mean, you do get this nice Yakuza scene with that idiot, and then you do get this very, but also, okay, bad boyfriend's an idiot too. He's at mm-hmm. work or whatever, and he gets on the elevator. And there's just this beautiful woman. <laughs> Who the hell do you think that is? Are you kidding me? It's a beautiful woman in this really big black hat on this in this lift. We, we, I oh think. Do you know what? I agree with everything you just said. I think you you would do a really good job mm-hmm. directing a remake of this this movie. So if <laughs> if anyone has the rights to this, just email uh, the movie mixtape pod at gmail and we'll take it forward. Uh, but we do get um, a bit more of an extended fight with the bad boyfriend. A bit more of an extended mm-hmm. fight um, in the lift and then out of the lift. But it, it finishes quite quickly and he gets stabbed quite a few yes. times. But what was he doing in the lift? Well, this is what I was going to say. He, she goes in <laughs> She goes in to stab him. He manages to kind of deflect it and grabs her in real close. And then what does he do? He starts snogging her. I'm like, what are you? <laughs> like, what, what, why would you get that close and start snogging someone? Because, of course, what does she do? She, she bites him, bites, bites his mouth, bites his mm-hmm. tongue or whatever. I'm like, well, of course, you flipping idiot. Yeah. What were you doing there? I mean, as mm-hmm. if he did. I was, 
Oh my gosh, I was hoping she was like gonna spit his tongue out or something. <laughs> I was like, what a creep. Yeah. Like, I mean, he probably is just like, I'm God's gift to women and she totally wants to make out with me. That's why she's in this elevator right now. She's not here to <laughs> kill me, she's here to kiss me. <laughs> uh, men. Bloody men. men. Bloody men. Bloody uh, men. Bloody men. Yeah. <laughs> and we get that. Um it it, it does finish quite um uh, nicely on the rooftop of the police building with him s- mm-hmm. sort of slowly dying and them sort of stood across from each other like they're about to duel mm-hmm. and she just keeps that stance the whole time she's just stood to- yes. so still while he's sort of flying flaying, flailing around dying but she's so stern and determined and keeps that one stance and just focused on him um and he mm-hmm. and as he's dying he throws up his the blade that stabbed him and it just <laughs> sails up to the Japanese flag and then, then, then comes back down again. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, yeah. yeah. And and then she ends up back in prison, well, which also annoyed me. I was like, come on. Yeah, well, I mean. Really? I mean, I, I understand. We need a sequel. Sure. Great. Thank you. But like, come on. We can't even just like celebrate that she got her vengeance and just let her have some. Like, can't she go to like a nice beach um, or something and just sit down for a second? <laughs> I suppose she did just straight up murder a police officer in, in, in a police building with no way of escape. So it's pretty inevitable oh, she was going to yeah. get arrested again. But yeah, straight after he dies, they literally cuts to her back in prison. <laughs> Say, oh, God, <laughs> we could have had a breath. We could have had something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe she'd go and eat some. Yeah. Maybe she could have had a bagel and a pretzel and some pizza. I was going to say ice cream, but, Ooh. you know, all of those things. Mm-hmm. Maybe all of the above, mm-hmm. you know. She's earned it. <laughs> She's earned those carbs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then that's it. That's that's the movie. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, some some good points and bad points for you, I think. There, Marcy, what's mm-hmm. your overall opinion? Um, I definitely liked it. I think I liked it more the second time. I think because I think you tried to warn me like ahead of time. I think even at one point you were like, "Should we do this?" And I was like, "I don't know. I've never <laughs> seen it. Why, why, why would you ask me this question?" Um, but like the initial shock of some things the first time kind of like had me. Like, oh, okay. Um, but, you know, like when you're more prepared for it and you watch it mm-hmm. the second time, you can enjoy it a little bit more because you know it's coming. And, I mean, that's just, that just goes for any movie. But, um, no, I just – I love the main actress so much. Um, I love the score in this movie. I kind of want to talk about it a little bit. It just sounded like a spy thriller with hints of, like, horror mm. movie. And it, they kind of did – like bring up this question for me because I did watch this on Shutter, which is like a horror movie, you know, streaming service, and it's like it's in that gray area. Like, is this a horror movie? Yeah, there's like horrific things that happen in it, but like, would you categorize this as a horror movie? Or no, it's a, it, what? no, yeah, and and likewise, I guess I I you can stream it on Arrow as well, which is this mm. cult um, video seller, and I had the Arrow Blu-ray box set of the four movies. Um, that, that I watched, but it's not horror, is it? But I think it is. They they do put exploitation and extreme Asia cinema. They, you do often get those movies on those type of streaming services. I think, though, because who? I guess where else are they? You know, this is not going to go on Netflix. This is it. Um, well, it's certainly not on Disney Plus. Um, so so I suppose they have. <laughs> to, they find a home somewhere. Um, and talking of the score, yeah, like whenever the the bad boyfriend would pop pop on screen and normally it would go or something like that it was like real like heel music that he was he was coming (laughs) (laughs) i I just like 
like a kind of pantomime, but I, I did like it. And what did you, what did you think of um, the song? Her song? Yeah. Yeah, I love her song. I, I meant to bring that up when we first started talking because that's how the movie kind of starts, you know, whenever she gets caught in mm-hmm. the beginning. Um, I did not know at first that was her singing. Um, and I have heard that song before because um, Tarantino uses it in Kill Bill Volume 2. Yeah. And, and that's, I think... Like, it's funny how I I thought of Kill Bill the whole time I watched this. And then, like, you know, subconsciously, I think my brain was making that connection because I have heard that song before because, mm-hmm. as I mentioned, it's in Kill Bill Volume 2. But I did not know that was her singing. She's got a lovely singing voice. Can this woman just do everything? Apparently <laughs> yeah. so. Um, full package. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Like, that is, like, one of those things where you're like, wife, wife her up because she can do it all. <laughs> I think that's part of the deal um, when they sign to the studio that they get to, at the time that they get to do the song because they make the extra money that way. But the film was way more successful mm-hmm. than they thought it was going to be. So they hadn't pressed it, like the vinyl for it or anything like that. But then when it started to get su- super popular, they were like, oh, flipping out, we need to release the, the music now then. So probably Mako was like, oh, yeah, a bit of extra money. But it's a good, it is a good song. And I saw like four different yeah. translations of what the the song title was. So it's called uh, Urami Bushy, I think. Urami Bushy is the name. Mm-hmm. And it's, I saw uh, mm-hmm. Bitter yeah. Melody, My Grudge Blues, Her Song of Vengeance, Grudge Song. So it just, but so, so what, a little bit of that is me, right? Well, we never really get an accurate translation of, 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 these movies at all do we because it's so open to mm-hmm. interpretation but you can hear in her voice what she means you know the the sentiment is there mm-hmm. isn't it? it is sung po- yeah. poetically and poignantly it's a good song mm-hmm. it's a good song i'm glad you liked it i was, yes. I, was I was wondering and, what you thought of that yeah it kind of reminded me of a james bond movie Ooh. in a way because every james bond movie starts off like yes. that you know you get the james bond theme it's a total so you get her theme in the very beginning yeah it's a total james bond style banger isn't it <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is. It totally is. I think that's kind of why I thought while watching it, like the score overall reminded me of like a spy thriller mm-hmm. type of music, especially for that, like the 70s. Yeah. yeah. I totally got that vibe from it. So, yeah. So you kind of liked it? Happy to have watched it or not? Oh, yeah. No, I am very happy to watch it. I can't wait to like watch more movies with her mm. in it for sure. Um, no, and I'm so glad we got to have a conversation about it because like, you know, I, so Dan, my husband, I tried to explain it to him. The first time I watched it, he came home and he's like, you look angry. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, let me tell you. And then I was like, never mind. You will have no idea what I'm talking about. So I just had all these thoughts that I wanted to say about it. And like, luckily, like we have a podcast and I knew I was going to get to talk to you about it. Uh So, no, that all worked out, and I, I had an outlet. And it's it's so nice to have an outlet for, like, thoughts and feelings yeah. about movies. Um, and But, no, overall, I did really enjoy mm-hmm. it, and I had fun with it. So, thank you for picking it. I don't know if I would have watched it without you. Mm-hmm. Well, you're welcome. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to know why I picked it? Can you please enlighten me? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, mean, I guess when I was watching it, like you said, part of me was like, oh, maybe this was not the best pick. <laughs> but... <laughs> The, the the reason uh, I picked it, there's a couple of obvious reasons that, that we've talked about. I just think Mako Kaji, she's not somebody I really had seen in anything before. I haven't seen Lady Snowblood or things like that. But when I when I saw this, I then went back and watched, I think it's Blind Woman's Curse, which is the first style, you know, where she, she's like this renegade style character. 
and I'm really interested in her. I think her performance is so good, and she looks so good, and she just is a is a is a force. And then, like you said, I was expecting this to be a revenge movie, straight out revenge movie, which I was happy to have watched. But then, what I got was when it starts off, when we get that origin story, which I said reminded me of like a play. I was like, "What is going on here? This is this." It kind of <laughs> surpassed what I it surpassed my expectations, and gate and surprised me. Um, and I was all into it, and and I guess how how did I you know I discovered this movie thanks to uh, another podcast that we mentioned before, Bat and Spider, and it was in their uh, Discord. People were talking about it, and people were buying the the box sets and, and and raving about them. So I thought I'd give it a try, and I would never have watched this movie without that podcast. And when I think about what. Uh, me and you are doing with our podcast one of the things i've drawn inspiration from is bat and spiders podcast and the way they approach their movies and how they talk about them and talk about try and keep things in 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 a positive light and that their conversations are not hot takes designed to make some i don't know not not always designed to just make themselves seem smart and clever but just to try and find the joy in in simple simple cinema sometimes and 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 it's shown me that there are different ways to different types of films because I would never have normally have watched a load of sort of low rent horror films, but I've done that with them on their podcast, and I've had such a good time. And part of me has been very keen for us when we do our podcast to kind of have that same type of feel where we share the joy, and it's not it, it, mm-hmm. it, that's what our aim is to share the joy of watching movies and find that. And so that's part of the reason I wanted to do this movie as a bit of a bit of a kind of a tribute to that show and to say thanks oh i that's so sweet <laughs> i'm actually kind of emotional just hearing you talk about that because i i know well, i just know how much that show means to you and i know like how much bat and spider means to me as well but what a lovely tribute well oh, the good I'm, news I'm is actually very emotional <laughs> the, the good news is chuck and daryl who listen to that show will never listen to this episode so <laughs> They will never find out. Well, I'm going to slide it. Unless Blasto tells them. Wait, I'm going to put it on a mixtape for them and slide it under their doors. There we go. (laughs) You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) But yeah, so that's why I picked it. Yeah. No, I love that. No, and I'm so glad you did um, because I think you said (laughs) in Mortal Kombat, like, I'm not afraid to come down to your level, but there are some movies that I'm like, tepid about i guess that's the right word but you were like you were like a friendly guide like it's gonna be okay come down here please watch this with me (laughs) and even with your warning of should we do this (laughs) but i knew i knew that like there was gonna be something i knew you wouldn't pick a movie that there wouldn't be something i would enjoy about it so i must admit i knew i was in safe hands that's what i'm trying to get at i I, I didn't quite remember no no worries but i didn't quite i didn't quite remember there being so much (laughs) <laughs> terrible <scenes. laughs> but i'm glad we picked it and i and i genuinely no, I do too, i genuinely yeah. do love the movie and um it'd be a good one for us to watch off the podcast follow these movies through and get lady snowblood done at some point oh i would love to do yeah. lady snowblood and i i'm glad and we yeah we figured that out neither of us has seen it let's add it let's figure out where to add it and definitely episode episode 100 mm-hmm. <laughs> yes our 100th episode yeah. All right. Well, that's, I think that's us done. Um, so, um, this is episode five. 
um, we roll on. Mm-hmm. But if people have got some uh, feedback, yeah, some emails, some emithers, some voicemails, where can they send them to, Marcy? Um, the movie mixtape pod at gmail.com. And it's pretty full. Mm-hmm. It's chocker. But listen, we can squeeze you in. We'll <laughs> squeeze you in. Um, and then we've got... Uh, and uh instagram i was gonna for some reason i forgot the initials of instagram and i was going i i i t no ig account that is <laughs> the movie no the underscore movie mixtape mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and guess yes. what yes well done i've got the password i got the password oh, yeah. <sighs> get ready um yep. for pictures uh-huh. of my face i don't know (laughs) 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 so yeah but but engage with us there we don't have twitter do we um no please no please no twitter ever please but engage with i don't have twitter myself neither do i but engage with us there on instagram (laughs) and yeah we'd love to hear from you Mm -hmm. Uh, anything you want to say about any movies we've watched Mm -hmm. or any suggestions for themes or just general chats Mm -hmm. about stuff you know Mm -hmm. we're happy for it Mm -hmm. and now it's your pick, mm-hmm. isn't it? it? It is my pick. For Japan month. And all for Japan month. And all I'm going to say is the name of the movie is Shoplifters. Mm-hmm. And it came out in the year twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. And that's all you're getting from me. It is streaming on Hulu though in America. Okay. So there you go. We don't get Hulu in Britain. Have you thought about that? <laughs> um I'm worried about my people right now, okay? <laughs> you look after yours, I'll look after mine. Okay. Yeah, yes. I'm excited. Okay. You have warned me about <laughs> something, which I'm not going to share. Um, God knows how mm-hmm. I'm going to be next week, but I'm here for it. Bring your tissues. <sighs> that's all I'm yeah, going to say. Yeah, that's what you told me. <laughs> take it, take that yes. how you how you want. Bring your tissues. Yeah, so <laughs> I will see you next week for your pick, shoplift, shoplifters or shoplifter? Shoplifters, plural. Oh, more than one. Those scoundrels. Mm-hmm. Shoplifters. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for this week, Marcy, and I will see you next week on the movie mixtape. Yeah, thank you, Derek. It was a lot of fun uh, this week, but yeah, I'll see you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Suck on that, you sucker. Mixtape is a podcast hosted by Dirk and Marcy, mixed and edited by me. Our logo comes from Iron Tooth Design. Find us on Instagram at the underscore movie mixtape and catch new episodes on Wednesdays. Thanks for listening. Bye!